Kimberly Thomas. Uh, my partner is Breezy Johnson. Um, this is our podcast, kind of recording about two EdTech tools that we have found either within our course or that we have become more familiar with. Um, so we're just going to kind of interview each other with a little questions. Um, I'm doing Khan Academy and Breezy, what are you doing? I'm doing Epic online. Sweet. Sweet. So those are our two EdTech tools. Um, I'm going to start, Breezy's going to start interviewing me with Khan Academy. But before we start with that, I just kind of wanted to give an overview. So I'm going to share my screen. Okay, so Khan Academy is a free kind of online platform where education can like be promoted throughout the world. Um, the age range is very flexible from primary to secondary schooling. It's very easy to use. You just sign in with an email and you're ready to go. Um, like I said, it's free online, but you can also download it on an app store. And I've used it before, so it's, I know that it's legit and I know that I will use it kind of in the future. So Breezy, if you kind of want to start. Perfect. Any questions? So I am not familiar at all with Khan Academy. I've never used it before. So what like subjects does Khan Academy even offer to teach? Yeah, so I have never used it. I think I was introduced to it like my sophomore year um, within all of my classes. So this is Khan, Khan Academy's site right here. And in the courses, it explains kind of just what it has. It has math all the way from early math to like algebra and stuff. So like early college. Um, it does AP. Like, because I was in AP in high school, so I know that that would be really helpful for me. Um, there is grade kind of schools with math, science and engineering, from physics to biology. Um, what, what is cool about this is that it's not just for kids that are in kind of grade school. In this con kids right here, it's kind of pre-kindergarten to kind of get them a little bit more familiar. Um, they have history, economics, ELA. Um, I did this test prep right here with my SAT. Um, I really liked it. And they have even kind of beyond the education aspect. So they need, they help you with like college admissions, careers, kind of have a growth mindset, all that stuff. So I thought that was really cool that it has stuff outside of education. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, that's like a hundred subjects. That is insane. I know, it's literally crazy. Wow. Very cool. So it has a lot of things. Um, so right now, everything is so crazy. All school is um, over the internet. So my question is, how can Khan Academy be used for remote learning? Yeah, so, um, so like I said, it offers kind of all of the education things that you can use. So say I'm in second grade and it kind of closed. Um, it has a course summary right here that can kind of help a student be able to track their own progress, um, especially if they need motivation and are home alone with their parents working. Um, it just kind of sets them up for success, I guess. Mm -hmm. So they're able to kind of get started on their own. It's easy to navigate if you're young and it just kind of has a plan set out for you so students aren't struggling to find kind of what they need to know if that makes sense. Yeah, cool. 
So students um, can track their own learning, but can parents and teachers track their learning too? Yeah, so that's what I like about this. Um, so everyone can kind of get involved with Khan Academy, learners, teachers, districts, parents. Um, when you sign up, you just sign up with an email and it's super easy. Um, there's no like process. Mm. So if you're a learner, you just sign in with an email. If you're a teacher, um, you sign in obviously with your work email and you're able to kind of create a little classroom with a class code. So if I'm a student, I would enter my teacher's class code and it just kind of gets them entered into a room that's literally an online classroom. So it allows the teacher to kind of get familiar with each individual student's kind of learning and see their weaknesses and their strengths. So that's how teachers are able to kind of get involved with their students. Um, but parents can too, they just enter with the same email because a lot of students if they're young, they'll use their parents' email anyways. Right. They just use the same email and they're logged in and can see everything that their child can see practically. So, Very and it allows them to kind of get involved with them too as well because they're able to see kind of what Khan Academy is and what their students are doing. Mm -hmm. So they're able to get involved with them and be able to see what they're doing but what exactly would be the benefit for a parent or a teacher? Yeah, so it can be kind of challenging for if you're homeschool, a teacher, I mean, a parent kind of has to become a teacher, you know? Yeah. So they offer like tools and stuff for parents and teachers. So in here, there, there's free tools for parents and teachers, as it says right here. Oh, cool. um, it just kind of empowers them and gives them a little bit of coaching styles, if that makes sense. Um, so if this will load. Uh, yeah, so right here, it's resources for teachers, how to get started, how to use it. Um, there's resources for even students to get more familiar with it. Um, and parents and mentors, it's like how to get your child get started, how to help them, how to homeschool, and there's out-of-school programs. So it's just very, it's based around students, but it's very friendly to kind of everyone how to get started on it, so. Very good. So mm -hmm. we've talked about um, tracking students' progress, but I want to know a bit more about that. So how exactly can students track their progress? Yeah, so... Like I said, there kind of was that course summary and it explains or shows how much they maybe did of a subject, but they do offer down here in the help center, they have kind of lesson plans throughout like certain subjects. So there's like right here, it says weekly math learning plans. So this kind of keeps track of students progress. Literally, it kind of gives them what they need to do. So it's kind of that plan from point A to point B and that process between it, they all offer it. So that kind of tracks a student's pro like progress and how much they're learning, so. Awesome. Yeah. Well, what are two things that you like about Khan Academy? Um, I honestly really love Khan Academy, but it's, first it's free, but that's not the two things. Um, it's very, the third thing you like is it's free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is pretty awesome. 
No, so it's very kind of like in-depth. So say I am in first grade and I'm going to be doing this as a child. Um, okay, for the load. Okay, so what I like first is that it gives kind of an introduction video. So as you can see right here, they start the video before they do their practice. So if I was a kid, I would watch this video. It's about five minutes. And then once I'm done watching it, then I can go to my practice. So like a kid isn't just put on a spot not knowing what answer or question they're going in. Um, so I think that's really helpful for a student, especially if they don't have a teacher to explain it to them verbally. Um, I thought that was very helpful. And then the second thing I like is that there's hints. A lot of online platforms, they do offer kind of like practice questions, mm -hmm. but if a kid like wouldn't know it, they would just open another tab and search the question and get the answer. And while they would get it right, they're not learning. Mm -hmm. So what Khan Academy does little hints based on their question that they're given. Um, so in this one, there's about two hints and it's not giving the child kind of a straight answer, but it's letting them work through the process themselves. So those are the two things I liked and how it's so friendly to all ages. Yeah, it's very user friendly. Like you can pick it up really easy, which is yeah. super important for kids. Um, yep. And so it's very, yeah. Sorry, do you have something else you wanted to say? No, you're good. I just said it's like, it's an online platform, but it's not like quiet. Like there's a lot of verbal communication and videos within it. And so that's what I like, just kind of like your virtual teacher online, so. Yeah, I think that's really cool. Um, so what are, what is one thing you dislike about it? Um, I really couldn't think of anything that I dislike. Um, it has honestly everything uh, kids are able to work at their own pace. It's trusted content and it's friendly to everyone, like I said. But if there's one thing that I could add or change maybe is like an online calendar. I think that for students, they can either lose motivation or not be time, not be good at time management. So I think having like a little calendar that places what they need to do in a day to kind of reach their goal would be helpful. But while I say that, I have to remember that it is free and it's awesome the way it is, but that would be very helpful. So, and especially for me, like even I'm a college student and I would love to have a calendar that I could just follow, so. That is true. That's a really good idea to add to it. Um, yeah. So is there an application that is similar to Khan Academy and how would you compare it to Khan Academy? Yeah, so there's a lot when I was kind of finding um, ones that compared most to it. There is, I have personally used this um, in classrooms as a teacher. Um, it's called IXL. It's really great. It is kind of like Khan Academy. It offers a lot of topics, math, language, arts, science, all that stuff. And it goes from pre-K to all the way to calculus, which is pre-college. Oh, wow. um, but you do have to pay and it is about $10 for every subject. But if you want them all together, it's like 1995, 
but that's for one child. So if you're like a parent of two children, that's like $40. So it just adds up. Um, so I think that if you're willing to pay, it's a great kind of online platform. Um, but the other thing is that it's set up like Khan Academy, all of these kind of different strategies. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't give introductory videos. So students are just kind of put on the spot like this. Um, and they don't have hints. They give an example, but it literally gives the answer in the most similar question. So students are able to kind of pick up on that easily. Right. When I personally saw this in classrooms, see this smart score kind of box right here? Yeah. When they're using it in classrooms, their scores are kind of posted on the Elmo so other children can see. Um, So when you get them right, obviously your score goes up, but if you get them wrong and then it goes down. So I feel like it's very intimidating, kind of embarrassing if you're that student that is maybe struggling and you have a low score based off of a student who may be thriving and have a high score. It could be great for like when you're home individually to be like, oh, I need to work on that or I'm good on this. But using it in a classroom, I feel like it can be pretty intimidating. Right. But it is great overall. It's just, it's not free. It's not as explanatory. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Great, cool. Thank you. Is there anything else you want to say about Khan Academy? Um, no, I, like I said, I use it before, so I know it's legit. I've been recommended to by teachers. I will know that I will use it kind of in my future um, as a teacher. Uh, if I could rate this overall, I would say it's only 100% an A. Wow. Um, yeah, I think it's really cool. It's very, it's very helpful. It does so many subjects. So I definitely would recommend this to anyone who wants to be a teacher or just needs extra, extra practice. Very cool. All right. Well, thank you for enlightening me about Khan Academy. Um, I'll definitely have to, to give it a try and check it out. Yeah, you will. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> All right. Now we'll <laughs> go over to Epic here. I can figure out how to share the screen. Okay. Uh, Are you seeing what's on my screen? Yep, you're good. Okay. Where did it go? Oh, here it is. Okay. So I'm doing Epic. It's an online library um, for ages 12 and under. Um, So yeah, let's just get started. Sweet. Okay, so I am not familiar with Epic. So what is your kind of favorite feature about Epic? So the thing that I like the most about Epic, there's like two things I really like about Epic. First is that it is targeted. So it's targeted at kids who are in elementary school. So there's a lot of books here that are perfectly in their reading range and they can find different books in their age group, which I think is really important for kids to be reading appropriate books. And as a parent and teacher, you kind of have an ease of mind that they're not reading um, anything that could be a bit inappropriate. 
The other thing I really like about it is it's personalized. So once you start reading certain books, it'll pick up on the patterns and start recommending books based on what you've read and what you've liked. So I think this is really good because kids get encouraged to read more books instead of just having one book that maybe they keep rereading and rereading because they like it. They're able to have other books that they, that they enjoy reading and that they like reading. Yeah. I think it's kind of intriguing for students to kind of look and want to read something if they see it. Um, So what's your least favorite? Those are pretty awesome, but what's your least? My least favorite thing is that you have to pay for it. So it's not that big of a fee, but it's like $8 a month. Um, It's free for elementary school teachers and librarians. But if you were a parent and you wanted this, this for your kids, or if it wasn't um, sponsored by your school, then you'd have to pay a lot for it. It really adds up when it's, it's four profiles um, for each account. But even then, it adds up really quickly um, with the $8 a month. So that's probably the thing I like the least is that you do have to pay for it. And it's for about over 40,000 books. So that's a bit. Yeah, that's a lot. That is kind of a drag having it not be free. Yeah. But if it's effective, I guess it works and it's helpful. Um, So how could you design a lesson around this tool? So I would design a lesson around it by having students choose different books that they wanted to read. You can have them do book reports on certain books they wanted to read, and it could be very similar to a day in the library. So a lot of times you take the kids to the library and they find books that they think that they could be interested in. They learn um, how to choose books that they like, different topics of books. So I think it would be really easy to have a lesson um, in Epic where you have them all reading one of the more educational books or one of the award-winning books where they learn why it's a good book or why, um, why certain books would get awards. Yeah, I think it's good to kind of get your teacher involved, especially in your students kind of reading your knowing kind of where they're at. Yeah. So, um, so how can you track your progress of your children or is there any way to track their progress? You can track their progress. So it's like a scavenger hunt. <laughs> oh. So you can track their progress. If I can find it. Here we go. So it's like a reading log that it, it checks it automatically. So you can see how long they're reading for, how many pages they've read. So that way, if you assign them to read a book and you ask them to read the first 30 pages, um, you can tell if they actually did it. You can tell if it takes them a really long time. Maybe if they're taking a really long time, you might need to um, evaluate if they need more support with reading, if they have difficulties reading. Or if they're reading it really quickly and they're not spending hardly any time on their homework, you might wanna give them more homework and challenge them. So this is um, something that seems pretty basic at first, but it actually gives you a big insight into how well the students are doing and what their reading level is at. 
Yeah, I think that is awesome that you can kind of see how long they read it, they've read, and like how met, how much pages they've read. I think that is so awesome yeah. and crazy that an online kind of platform could record that. Yeah. So. Um, so I'm not really familiar with the video section. <clears throat> so if you could kind of go like a little bit more in depth about that. So the video section is really cool because kids these days, they're always asking for more videos. My niece, she refuses to get her hair done. Her mom can't even like brush her hair unless she's watching some sort of video. And a lot of kids, material kids videos, they're like slapstick, they could be violent, they could have inappropriate language you don't want them to hear. So if you go to yeah. this section on videos, it's again, material for kids 12 and under. So you know it's going to be um, like safe, safer stuff, um, mm -hmm. but it also is all educational. So you read here, this is about, I think, George Washington Carter, um, how paper is made, right, George Washington Carter, right, is that his name? Whatever, but um, they're all educational videos. And you can see here, this one is National Geographic Kids. So if they're into nature, they can do this. This is the science show, so they can learn about pulleys, they can learn about planets, angles with math, or how to make marbled paper. So even if they're artistic and stuff, they can still learn from it. So there's just a very wide variety of different, um, different videos that they can watch and be entertained but still be educated and, and edified by watching them. Yeah, I agree. I think a parent would kind of feel comfortable in letting their kid kind of binge on them just because they know that they're all safe. Yeah. Um, actually efficient. So yeah. um, they add kind of new books and stuff to Epic. Yeah. So they update, um, they update books fairly often. Um, I can't remember where it says how often it updates, but they do update books and they add new books, especially with the award winners. That's something that happens every year. So every time someone gets in a new award, um, you can see from that year what the new book is, what the new award winning book is. And in the popular books too, they have classics, but they also have new popular books that are here. So they do upload new books into Epic fairly often. Oh, that's, that's sweet. Oh, yeah. A lot of choices and new choices for students, so it doesn't get kind of boring. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, can they be used for lessons outside of language arts or reading? Yes, they can. They have a huge emphasis on STEM. So there's a lot of books that have to do with science, um, technology, math. I can't, do you remember what E is? Oh, engineering, right? Yes, I think so. And mechanics. Yes, and mechanics, right. So um, they have lots of different things you can apply to STEM. So if you're just starting out your STEM program or if you're in a STEM program and you want to um, give kids more readings to do, or if you, um, if your kid seems interested in STEM, if you want to interest your kid in STEM, you can have them start reading these different books. 
And a lot of times there, it does get you interested in it. You know, you read a book about planets, you read a book about how to build a robot and suddenly they're interested and they want to try it out themselves. So their STEM section is definitely really strong. And um, they also have like, this is a cooking book here, um, like DIY, do it yourself. So they have lots of different books that they can do lots of different um like different categories that students could get interested in besides just sitting and reading a book yeah i think it's awesome that they have like diy stuff Mm because also they're learning but doing something physically yeah so would you replace epic with like an in-person library so i think that you can never truly replace um an in-person library i think that there's something really cool about going to a place and being surrounded by books i just like it um and i think it's important for kids to develop the skills of going to a library checking out a book getting a library card um i think that that is really important and there's a lot of value in doing that however i think that this is more accessible you know as a kid you can't drive yourself to the library (laughs) you have to (laughs) wait and see if your parents can take you there um and then you have to return the books maybe you don't read them fast enough but with this you don't have to check out a book you can just start reading it you can have 10 books you're reading all at once so i think that this is definitely good for these younger aged kids that might not have access to a library, but I would encourage all teachers to have a library in their classroom, have a couple of books that they can, that they can hold, read in person, but this is definitely a good add-on to an in-person library. Yeah, I agree. I agree that there's no experience like the library. I think that is awesome for kind of like you said, a kid to be surrounded by all that knowledge um so overall what do you do you have any more comments about epic or what would you rate it would you recommend it yeah so i definitely would recommend epic i would give it about um probably a b plus because you do have to pay for it so that's kind of i'm really cheap so that's always a uh, yep. drawback yep. for me hey, like you said things can add up so yeah but- it really does um it just adds up and it's just an extra cost but if your kids love reading books if they are always begging you to go to the library then this is perfect for them um but yeah so i i like it i would recommend it but i give it about a b plus no, that's awesome. I agree. Um, I know that I would recommend this to people or use it in my future. So thank you, Breezy, for explaining a little bit more about Epic. Yeah, and thank you for teaching me about Khan Academy. Yeah. All right. So I hope you guys enjoyed listening to our podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, please let us know, and we'd love to elaborate. Um, Anything else you want to say? No, just thanks for listening in. All right, logging off.